Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Podcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. The drunken gambler. That's right. And who might you be? Hi, everyone. You must be thinking, hey, we're going to be talking free agency. But no, no, we are reviewing the most recent SICHL entry draft, the 2023 SICHL entry draft. Well, we're reviewing the first round anyways. And I'm going to be joined with my special guest, Chris Beckette, GM of the Hamilton Steelhawks. We're also going to talk a little bit about his rebuild and his going for it now. Okay, let's get started with Chris. A scholarship to King's College. I probably shouldn't brag, but dag, I'm amazing, astonished. The problem is I got a lot of brains, but no polish. I got a holler just to be heard with every word. I drop knowledge. I'm a diamond in the rough. To the podcast, Chris Fekete, uh, GM, of course, of the Hamilton Steelhawks. Chris, how are you today? Good. How about yourself, Ian? We had some technical difficulties, but uh, it only <laughs> took, what, 45 minutes to get it all resolved? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, me and uh, me and technology is not great, as uh, as Mike will tell you. Mike, Mike will will talk about my carrier pigeons uh, sending messages for years to come. Uh, <laughs> but we we've got it going now. Really, really thrilled about that, and and uh, and so I'm thrilled to talk to you about uh, two things today. One, your team, and and the transition that we're seeing from a rebuilding team to a contending team in the Canadian conference, the contending, contending, contending team uh, that can contend for the playoffs this year. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the just past SICHL draft because nothing else is on anybody's mind right now in the SICHL, but let's get started right away with talking about your team. You must be super excited. You've made some bold moves. Yeah, I just felt like the last three seasons I've been building, getting a lot of youth. I've got Kent Johnson, Drysdale, York. My my defense is set for probably the next 15 years. I don't even have to worry about it. Right. Um, offensively, I felt, you know what, I think it's time to start moving some of these picks and bringing in guys that can play in my top nine, maybe even the top six. Um, the trade that was the most difficult to do was uh, Konechny. There were yeah. so many moving pieces and trying to figure out picks. It took Dusty and I probably four days to hammer that deal down. Well, and, and you've got yourself a great uh, top, top line winger there and Travis Konechny plays a tough game. But, uh, man, he can score, and he can play defense as well. So that's a really nice pickup you made there. Um, I know that uh, you you gave up a bit to get him, but, man, it, you have to give to get, right? Uh, especially in this league, uh, people know their stuff. So so that's really good. Uh, so he really adds to that uh, top line with Jason Robertson. Uh, I assume you'll have Sean Monaghan between them unless uh, we see something in free agency, and I'm sure we will. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I've been uh, scouting free agency since June, mm-hmm. um, which might not surprise a lot of people because I plan ahead with this kind of stuff. I was trying to figure out which franchise player each team was going to do and just make the assumption, oh, Jeff's going to 
protect this person. Uh, Dawn's going to protect this person and just right. make the assumption go, okay, these guys are going to be available. Right, right. So going into free agency, are you looking more defense, more uh, forward, more goaltending? Um, what are you looking for? Your defense, man, that defense is a deep group. So uh, uh, what are you kind of like focusing towards? Or are you going to, you know, let it kind of play out and say, well, people aren't moving too hard on this guy. I'll just, I'll take advantage and just uh, grab best player available, kind of like a draft. Uh, that might be one of the options, uh, especially for defense, because, you know, injuries in the sim are always going to happen. And even though I've got six 71 plus overall defensemen, um, my seventh defenseman is going to be Josh Mahura because I want to keep York and Drysdale on the farm the entire oh, okay. year. I, I can call gotcha. them up, up and down whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mahura, I want to keep as my seventh D-man on my pro roster because I don't want to lose him to waivers. If I send him down and then I call him up later in the season if, in case an injury, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden Mahura's played 10 or 12 games, oh, now if I send him down, he's going to require waivers. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. that played a part as well. So that's why okay. I'm keeping York on the farm the entire season, unless there's injuries. I'll call him up. Yeah. Um, because he's only 21, mm -hmm. and even though he's rated higher than Mahura, I didn't want to. I don't want to risk losing Mahura for nothing. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And there's there's a lot of defensemen available in this uh, in this free agency. It looks like so you'll be able to add a really nice piece in there. That's great. Uh, but going along with guys like Jake Sanderson, wow, what a re-rate he got. And of course, he's such a fantastic player, but uh, he's got, you know, nice passing, a 96 defense. So uh, really a, a future corner piece for you right there. And of course, uh, up front, we we talked about these guys, but you can't uh, can't talk about them enough. Guy like Jason Robertson uh, and then Travis Konechny and then more like uh, Vander Kane, your... your franchise player who uh who is uh, gonna pot a lot of goals there nice little scoring there for him and and a great checking as well so yeah and, and it's hard to ignore four million for the next two years yeah really nice deal <laughs> right you can't go wrong there good good and then i also felt like i needed to add some more depth to my forward so ended up making a deal with Toronto to pick up Trevor Moore to mm -hmm. be a top nine player. Um, I ended up grabbing Christian Fisher from Okanagan to be right now. He'll be my fourth line winger, um, okay. but things can change. Um, then of course, you know, the goalie market, Don loves his goalies. So <laughs> I felt like if I didn't trade for a goalie, I would be scrambling in free agency. So I made a deal with Sean and sent him Havana's third in 2024 for Martin Jones, who, yes, he has an expiring contract, and yes, he's 6.6 .6 million, but at 68, at least he can be a capable backup for me. Now I just have to go and get a starting goalie. Absolutely. Oh, that's a great pickup in Martin Jones. Uh, you know, 68 goalies are actually tough to come by. Uh, in the SICHL. So that's a nice, uh, nice pickup for sure. All right. Uh, so 
to get connect me you had to move some picks in this in this draft uh i know i moved two picks this past year in this draft to do just that to to add to the team um so really nice player there uh but that's the that brings us to this draft and that's another thing we're here to talk about it was of course this past SICHL entry draft the 2023 entry draft um so let's get started we're going to review the the first round of the 2023 SICHL entry draft and I will let you get started with the first overall pick not a big surprise oh not at all I would have been shocked if <laughs> Toronto did not pick Connor Bedard I think we all would have had our jaws on the floor mm-hmm but Connor right. Bedard, obviously franchise player, going to be a generational player. And what a way your first year in the league, GM of the Toronto Rex, and getting Connor Bedard, like that's a perfect script. What right. a guy to build around. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Connor Bedard in the preseason in that other league has shown that he's he's not gonna he's not gonna take a break on his way to the uh, to the top over there, and he's really really impressed and uh, and just blown blown us away again with some of those moves that he makes out there and and his drive to the net and and just what he can do with the puck and against uh, that other league competition. So uh, just amazing player. Uh, let's move on to number two, and the Vancouver Vipers moved way up to to get that number two pick uh, in the lottery, and of course they went with Adam Fantilli, who is just in a great spot in that other league. Uh, Adam Fantilli put up what sixty five points in uh, something like thirty some odd games in the NCAA as an eighteen as a seventeen eighteen year old last year, and of course he is in a great spot in that other league where he might be playing between guys like Johnny Gaudreau and, and line a and, or maybe Marchenko, but some, some really big talent over there. So he fits in, in a really nice spot. He could have a really nice re-rate after year one. Oh, I agree. I, I love the fit in that other league uh, with Columbus. He's going to fit in perfectly with the Vipers uh, top six center easily as early as next season. And like you said, getting a chance to play with Lane or Goudreau or Marchenko, like that's just going to make him even more desirable. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course, in that other league, he went number three. So he was the uh, in the on the SICHL uh, rankings board. He was the third ranked uh, prospect, but going number two, of course, here in the uh, SICHL. How about at number three? Well, uh, number three. Uh, the Calgary Mustangs selected uh, Leo Carlson, who you can't go wrong. Fantilli and Carlson, it's like a 1B, 1A type thing. Obviously, Connor Bedard was obvious top choice, but Fantilli and, and Carlson, like that's a great consolation prize. And with Leo Carlson uh, in that other league with the Anaheim Ducks, uh, word just came out today that their GM, Pat Verbeek, has said that Leo Carlson is going to be playing the entire year in the NHL. And it's going to be interesting to see who he plays with. But I'm sure Matt is absolutely thrilled to have a guy like Leo Carlson 
especially with his um, looks like he's going to be rebuilding, that this is a great piece to have and to uh, build around. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic piece to build around cornerstone piece. And he's got that he's got that pro size. Um, he's he's shown in the preseason already. He can handle it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and he's you know, he's going to be sheltered a bit with uh, already on a team is so surprising when guys are picked at this at this spot when they're able to be sheltered when they enter the league and he's going to be able to be sheltered with uh, Trevor Seagrass uh, sitting there right now. So um, who knows who's their number one guy in the, in the future. Those are two absolute all-stars, but uh, Leo Carlson, really nice get for the Calgary Mustangs there. Uh, we'll go to number four and here's this guy. I had, I, I had a Connor Bedard light. Really? I, I, I thought this guy could even be taken second. Um, it, Two, three, four was such a you know crapshoot for me, but uh Matvey Mitchkov, Matvey to Hamburg, Hamburg picking at four might just get who knows, he might just get the top score out of this entire group. You uh Matvey Mitchkov just lighting up the KHL right now with 12 points already in 10 games, if I'm not mistaken, with Sochi. Uh so that guy can score from like he he gets the puck inside the blue line and uh he's scoring or he's setting up somebody up he's he's really incredible yeah i agree with you uh the first two games he before he went and got loaned to sochi yeah he was a healthy scratch he wasn't yeah. even playing <laughs> and demidov and... was getting like demidov was getting like uh three or four minutes a game yeah, and I'm sure Henry's probably thinking, oh, please, why are they developing him like this? Move him, send him somewhere else. And now you look at it, and he's he's a house on fire. Yeah, just disgusting. He's so good. So good. And what bothers me is if he was available at seven, I would have grabbed him. Oh, yeah. But if Henry and his drafting guru, he, he, he knows what he's doing. Grab Mishkov at four and kind of like, oh, darn it. Hoping that he'd be there at seven, but that was wishful thinking. He's a number one pick any other year in this draft. Number one pick any other year. In oh, opinion. I agree. So, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome pick there. Awesome player. And we go to number five. Who, who went at five? So the Ottawa Slammers selected Will Smith. Uh, still growing into his size. He's six feet, 181 pounds. But... Um, had a great year on the U.S. national development team. That whole team was just stacked. Yeah. And William Smith, good center, uh, has good offensive ability, but he also can play away from the puck. And centermen, especially in, in hockey, it's just they are a vital position, just as, as important as right-handed defensemen. And... Uh, Ottawa looks like they've got some uh, growing pains, but I feel like Will Smith is going to fit in perfectly uh, for Pat. And if he's patient for another uh, two, three years, he's going to be a Canadian conference contender. And you know what? He's going to Boston College this year with a bunch of those, like you mentioned, that incredible U.S. NDP team. Um so that team is going to be really good. And again, we're, we're probably going to see that line back together, that just that massive line that 
just shattered records uh, with the NDTB the team last year. And of course, Will Smith was just so good there. Uh, and you know what? His six feet size, he doesn't, the, like, like how dynamic he is, I think of a smaller player. And, and it's not, I don't think of a smaller player because he's getting knocked around or anything. That's not the case whatsoever. I think of a smaller player because he's just so dynamic. And, and you just think with somebody who can play like that, oh, they're, they must be a, you know, they must be a bit smaller to be that agile to, you know, to make moves with a puck like that. But no, six feet, he's got, he's got NHL size. He's going to, and he'll have time to kind of fill out a little bit as well in college. So good pick there. Uh, really liking uh, Will Smith going to Ottawa. Another re- um, team that was in the rebuild last year has added some pieces this year. Okay, let's go to number six. And the Okanagan Sun Devils moved up. Uh, they traded with the Boston Colonials uh, from nine to get to six to select a massive player uh, that has a ton of talent. And it's coming out of Russia, Daniel Boot. Uh, Daniel Boot, he just, you, you look at guys like this, this kind of size, and you do not expect them to have puck skills like, like he has. But man, he is a magician with the puck as well. The, I, this first round is just insane with all the talent that, that was available. And Daniel Boot is a fantastic player. Oh, I agree with you. Like, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but mm-hmm. like the first 10 picks, they're all forward heavy. Yes. And yes. it just shows you like how great this draft is in the way of forwards. So if mm-hmm. you were lacking forwards, spoiler alert me, <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity to to grab some. Yeah. Oh, 100%. First 12 picks in this draft were forwards, right, for, in the SICHL. Uh, and yes. they're all amazingly talented, uh, all going to be stars, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, so you're, you're totally right. Okay, Daniel Boot, huge forward with tons of talent. And, I mean, it makes me think back to uh, – and, I mean, really unfair to these guys to compare them with guys like this, but – Yet the emergence of Tage Thompson and what he's been able to do in the last two years, uh, people are like, oh, wow, maybe a, a big, real huge guy like that can um, can be a real talented player as well. And and that's so there was another guy in this draft that uh, that has that kind of a style. So we'll get to him later. But Daniel Boot uh, looking really good for the Okanagan Sundellvilles and, and Ryan uh, in the other league. Daniel Boot went. I think it was 12, right? So, yes. so going six here, but that's it. Like there's so many incredibly talented guys. It could have been anything right now. So so I really still like Daniel Boot at number six. Hey, somebody else, somebody we know here picked at number seven. What do you want to talk about that one? Yeah, I'll do a little uh, rundown of my pick. And then uh, if you want to add to it, by all means, but uh I was torn. It took me forever to make this pick, and I was kind of delaying the draft a little bit. I was trying to decide between Ryan Leonard, who I ended up picking, or the the next person that's going to be mentioned. And I was humming and hawing and going, who do I pick? Who do I pick? Because both players are going to be top six NHLers. No doubt in my mind. 
I I decided to go with Ryan Leonard. He's already 192 pounds, still growing into his into his frame. Right-handed shot. He's a winger. Goes with Robertson, Konechny, Kane, just all the guys that I'm continuing to grow on this team. And in that other league, he got drafted by Washington. Well, mm-hmm. if he gets to play with Ovechkin before Ovechkin retires, oh, I'll be happy. Leonard will mm-hmm. have like 40 goals. Him and Ovechkin shooting from either side, oh, I'll be super happy. But I'm just hoping that the number eight pick that Jacksonville took does not end up doing leaps and bounds above what I picked. But, you know, I'm happy with Ryan Leonard, and I'm just hoping that he continues to develop well. And I'm I'm sure that on a team like Washington, that's going to be rebuilding in, I'd say, three years. Leonard will be in, in that other league, I'd say, in two years. Oh, I, I do not disagree at all. Ryan Leonard is a is you know six six feet, but he's a he's the power forward of this draft, right? Like he really um, plays that uh, plays that role really well. So uh, you could you didn't go you couldn't go wrong picking Ryan Leonard there, and and I agree that that, that next guy. I I mean I love that next guy, but I mean it was so tough like looking at this draft and saying you know. Who's that guy there? And and from like Ryan Leonard, you're right. You can't go wrong there. And he will be an integral part of that Washington team in the future, in my opinion. Uh, I think you got just a fantastic player. And again, part of that incredible line. Um, and they, again, they're going to be able to stick together at, at BC this year. So uh, great pick with Ryan Leonard to the Hamilton Steelhawks. And, and Chris, you did wonderful there. Thank you. I and then that takes us to number eight and that other guy we we're talking about Zach Benson and he's he's been playing the preseason on the top line in Buffalo with Thompson and Skinner he's he's looked fantastic there um you know he's coming from that you know what was Winnipeg now Wenatchee uh team and he was a at, at 16 years old with guys like uh Matthew uh, Matthew Savoy and um and geeky and so many others there uh he was already the best player of the team on many nights at 16 and he just continues to get better and better that people talked about maybe about his skating as as being a downfall but he's shown i mean he stepped right into the nhl um in the preseason has been just fantastic there so uh a great pick i think by jacksonville at eight with zach benson it just continues this group of forwards that's that are just incredible that in this draft have you happened to catch any of the preseason games that he's been in uh so far or any of the highlights I've, I've caught the, all the highlights of his stuff absolutely i've caught all the highlights and it, i mean nothing is stopping him out there going around the opposition net. he's going where he wants to go and he's making great like great plays and that was it his vision is just incredible but he can score too so uh, I'm lo- loving what I'm seeing from Zach Benson uh, with Buffalo. Yeah, great pick. And uh, yeah, Buffalo's got to be happy. They've already got some really good youngsters. They're just yeah. 
they're one of those teams in the Eastern Conference that I feel like is ready to take that next step. And you got to show some love for Devin Levi. Like, come on, look, look at how he's oh, playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that name's not to <laughs> name cannot be mentioned anymore <laughs> in your no, of course. Devin Levi, uh, I think he has the number one job there, in my opinion, uh, this year already. Uh, just stepping out of college, and uh, he's just everything I see from him is just is just awesome. Um, yeah, so that that team, I think they're gonna blow down the doors to the playoffs this year. Um, Maybe like another team in the Canadian Conference here in the SICHL. Why don't you talk about uh, number nine um, going to a, a team we uh, uh, that we just mentioned, actually? Yeah, so this was a trade between Okanagan and Boston where they flip-flopped. And uh, Boston and Gary decided to pick Dalibor Dvorsky. Now... At the time, I was thinking, okay, like, because you always take a look and see, like, which NHL affiliate club drafted. I'm thinking, okay, well, mm -hmm. St. Louis got him. And, of course, they're getting older in the way of centers. Like, Braden Shen's not getting any younger. Obviously, they don't have Ryan. They've got, yeah, they don't think they have Ryan O'Reilly anymore. Could be wrong. Um, I think they've got, like, Robert Thomas is their number one center. And I think they're just... They want to start filling that center depth because, you know, center depth, that'll win championships. If you can have three deep centers come playoff time, you're looking pretty good. Look at what the LA Kings are doing. But um, I was looking at his stats as well. And I was going, okay, well, in that in the Swedish league, you're thinking, okay, like it looks pretty good. But then in the back of my mind, I'm going, well, at the time, he's, he's only 18 years old and he played 38 games in the Swedish one league and picked up 14 points. Now you think, oh, 14 points in 38 games isn't all that great. But as an 18-year-old, that'd be probably equivalent to about 45, 50 points in the NHL. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like he uh he does it defensively too. He can be counted on uh defensively as well. So I mean, whether he whether he makes it uh, as the number one center or not, I mean, Robert Thomas is going to be a tough guy to pass. But, I mean, even what a great one-two combo that is, right? Like you said, they got Robert Thomas there, uh, Dalibor Dvorsky. Um, and that's the type of player that in the SICHL you really love to have at center is that guy who can put up points but also you can shut guys down. If you have a really high defensive rating, from uh, from one of your top centers, you're you're loving it, right? So Dalibor Dvorsky, a really nice pick by Boston there, and they were able to drop down and still pick up Dalibor Dvorsky. He's another one of those guys I I just love there. So uh, and he also showed it uh, in international tournaments uh, this past year uh, that he, on top of those 14 points in the S in the SHL, their top league. He was able to put up 13 points at the uh, under-18s, including eight goals in seven games. Uh, and as a as an under like an underager in the World Junior Championships, uh, he had three points in five games, uh, which is really tough to do for a draft eligible player. So, uh, really good on on Gary, of course, for uh, picking up Dalivor Dvorsky at number nine. So that's going to take us to number ten, uh, and. 
we have the Las Vegas Aces picking in the first <laughs> round. This is the first time I think since 2017 I, I was there. I was there in the room when uh, when Dustin made his last first round selection before this one. Um, I remember the the scream out when uh, when Guy picked um, Kyler Yamamoto and uh, Dustin was was soon to pick after that and Dustin was not too happy that, uh, <laughs> that Guy picked up uh, Yamamoto. But um, here he takes Nate Danielson, who went number nine in that other league um, and has really, again, shown great stuff in the preseason. Nate Danielson uh, has got some size to him. He's a center and he's got a lot of talent. Um, I think he's going to... I. I don't see him sticking with uh, with the big team in that other league this year. I, I think he's probably going to see some games, but I think he goes back down to junior and just dominates. And uh, I could see him easily making the Canadian World, not easily, but making the Canadian World Junior team and just just really playing at an extremely high level all year and and uh, and getting lots of confidence as he puts up a ton of points. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I like the pick for uh, Dusty, and I'm sure he's not used to us talking about his team because he like never has any draft picks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Nate Danielson on on the Aces that'll definitely help. Like you already look at his his team on paper, like he is top six heavy. Yeah, like like it's scary. And then of course he's got some youngsters like Jarventi, Ridley, Greg. Um, Spencer Knight's got his goalie in the, of the future. He's starting yeah, to put some me. pieces together. He's starting to do that. Obviously, he still has a bit of work to do. He, hey, he's got two first-round picks in 2024. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's see if, yeah. if he keeps those, if he ends up trading them. But if he keeps them, that'll help him as well in the transition of getting older to younger. Absolutely. He's got Simon Nevich on the back end as well. Uh, so oh, he does see, have some guy guys come back, right? So yeah, um, yeah, he's the a complete turnaround for him, and he's still able to contend. Uh, he's still got like uh, Matthias Ekholm on defense, uh, John Klingberg and guys, and and like you said, the top top end uh, forwards that he still has with Malkin and Kuznetsov. Um, yeah, <laughs> I could see this team still making a run at the playoffs this year, and that Nate Danielson pick. I traded back to him this year. So um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking, but uh, Dustin looking great there with that pick of Nate Danielson at number 10. Uh, let's move on to number 11. So the Ottawa Slammers, another pick in the first round. They already picked at number five and selected Will Smith. Uh, this time around, they drafted Matthew Wood, who went to Nashville in that other league. Now this is a big boy. Yeah. He's already six foot four. It's 193 pounds. Still gonna fill into that frame, but six four at 18 years old. And if he's coming at me full speed, <laughs> I'm getting out of the way. I'm not even gonna bother. I'll just you just you take the ice and I'll just be on the other side. Like this, but this guy played at the University of Connecticut last mm-hmm. season was pretty much a point a game person the year before he was in the bchl the victoria grizzlies and going from the bchl to university of connecticut that's a that's a pretty big jump and 
he made the transition like flawless. Absolutely. And I like the the team that he's going to be with in that other league with uh, Nashville. And I love the pick for Ottawa. He drafted Will Smith. You got Matthew Wood. Like those are two good young players to build around. And the Slammers, like I said, give them two, three years. They keep drafting like this. They're going to be where I was with all this young talent. And then you can start trading picks. 100%. And look at his defense core that he's got right now. He's, I mean, he can compete right now with guys like Eric Carlson and Brendan Dillon, um, Eric Chernak. Uh, so he's got some nice defensemen there already. Uh, and then Nett, like you talked about, like he's building for, for the future. Dustin Wolf coming up. Um, that's, he's, that is fantastic. Uh, Dustin Wolf, of course, the two time um, reigning AHL goalie of the year, as well as the year before that. In the uh, in the WHL and the CHL, actually goalie of the year, um, he's got such a fantastic goalie coming up there too. So Ottawa, you know what? Pat knows what he's doing, and he is building. He's built going to build a really nice team here, and he's got a nice start on this draft with it too, with those two players and and Matthew Wood, another guy that had put into that Daniel Boot um, conversation with all that size and immense talent and so hard to put up uh, points in as a freshman, let alone as a draft eligible freshman in the NCAA. So, and he does that with Connecticut last year, put up, uh, I think more than a goal a game in the under 18 world championships. Uh, great pick with Matthew Wood by Ottawa. And Matthew Wood in that other league went number 15. You mentioned it to Nashville. Let's go to number 12 here and the Reykjavik riders and everybody's always watching who Reykjavik picks and very closely. And because he has such a great track record uh, picking players, uh, he knows his stuff. Sylvain picked Colby Barlow and Colby Barlow dropped a lot in that other league. I was really surprised that he went down to 18 to Winnipeg, but man, can this guy score? He's got, He's got man strength already. He 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 just uh, he just just hammers that puck, and he can take it. If, even if it's not uh, in his wheelhouse, he can still make a great shot uh, on a pass. So uh, Colby Barlow, a really nice uh, pick there. I love that pick by Sylvan, and of course Sylvan knows his stuff. Oh, I agree. Yeah, it was a great pick. I thought in that other league he was going to be a top fifteen pick, mm-hmm. and when he dropped to 18 to Winnipeg, which I'm sure they were happy to march up on the podium. Yep, we're going to pick him, no problem. But Sylvain, I, I think that was a, a great pick. And it'll just help him uh, moving forward. He's got a great shot, like you said. Um, he's probably, I'd say, closer to three years, maybe from making the jump to uh, that other league. I could be wrong, but we'll, we'll see how this year goes. If he continues to perform the way he did last season, um, it, he could make it as soon as 24-25 season. Right. Yeah, awesome player. All right, so we're getting number 13. Uh, first defenseman off the board. Go ahead. 
Yeah, first defenseman off the board, like you said, um, could could have gone either way. And Tom decided to pick David Ronbacher, uh, who was drafted, I believe, fifth. Uh, yes, fifth overall by the Montreal Canadiens. Now, he played in the Swiss League, which as a young player playing with uh, men, really. Yeah. And he just, he had a great, great, great season. Uh, 22 points in 46 games. And he's playing against guys that are like 21 to 23 years old. And putting up those numbers is something to be really proud of. Uh, playoffs, almost a point a game, even though they only played three games. But Stockholm, great job adding Ryan Bacher, who's going to easily be, I say, a top pair defenseman. Mm -hmm. And you look at who he's got on defense right now. Like he's got Matheson and, and White Cloud as his top two defensemen. But in his system, he's got Luke Hughes, unbelievable player. Oh, yeah, wow. Matthias Havlid, underrated. Yep. He could easily be a top four guy. Mm -hmm. um, Bode Wild, yeah, he's 22 and was drafted by yourself in 2018, but he still has a chance to, to develop into something. But Luke Hughes, I think, is his cream of the crop that he's got right now that will probably be rated after this season. Oh, I completely agree. And very highly, that, that player is amazing. He's also got Alexander Nikishin, who is just has just lit up the KHL in the last two years uh, from the back end. Um, yeah, only 21 years old as well in the, in the SICHL. Alexander Nikishin, uh, another great defenseman to add, and David Reinbacher. He is going to have a formidable defense uh, moving forward. So really well done by Tom and the Stockholm Cougars. Great job. And, and yeah, David Reinbacker's also looked great in the preseason in the other league. He's, he's, uh, he hasn't looked out of place at all. And, and that NLA, that Swiss uh, pro league, is actually extremely highly uh, regarded. Uh, so to be able to play uh, and put up the points like he said he did, but also play number one minutes. And, and shut guys down in that league is is just fantastic. So Reinbacher, I think, a steal at uh, number 13 in our league. Okay, let's move on to number 14. And another defenseman I just love uh, in this draft is Dmitry Simashev, who is a big guy, He uh, but he can skate incredibly well. He's I think he's six foot four, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, six foot four, 201, uh, but is an incredible skater. And you're not always saying that about real big guys, but uh, he is a really good skater. And his transition transition game is really, like, really good. Uh, and he loves to just pummel guys on the, in, like, uh, when he's hitting. So, <laughs> man, oh man. And this go, this is another pick to Jacksonville. So they, while picking up um, Zach Benson. They come right back and pick up Dmitry Simashev. That's a heck of a one-two punch for forward and defenseman in this draft. 
Oh, I agree. It was it was great. I know when I was watching the draft and he went sixth in that other league, mm-hmm. I was thinking, what is what is Arizona doing? Why are they reaching so high? Because I felt that he wasn't a top ten pick. Right. And for Arizona to grab him that high, I'm going, okay, like obviously they see something in him, his size. He reminds me of Alexander Romanov. He's he's not going to put up the points or anything, but he's going to be very physical, going to be very good defensively. And I just feel like he's got a lot of attributes that, that Romanov has. Right. Yeah, but, um, he could really do probably, some damage. I don't think Arizona is going to rush into developing developing him and putting him into that other league. I think they're going to take some time, whether it's three years, four years. But when he does make it to that other league, uh, the Gators are going to be extremely happy. I think they already are happy that they picked <laughs> him at 14. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, that's a really nice spot to get him. Okay, uh, how about number 15? Well, Norm made his first pick at uh, number 15, and he drafted Brandon Yeager from the Moose Jaw Warriors. He went a pick earlier in that other league to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and boy, does that team need youth. Now, Yeager... He still needs to grow a bit. Um, I think he can get pushed around in uh, the NHL. But when it comes to the SICHL, he's going to be a top six center. Uh, if he can grow into his into his frame, if he can add another 25 pounds, he could potentially be their top line center in three years' time. Mm-hmm. Crosby Malkin aren't getting any younger. Jaeger, he's uh, this is a perfect opportunity, perfect team to be drafted by, and getting to learn from Crosby and Malkin, I think, is even more of an asset. Uh, the Fire Ants, like they already have, pretty good underrated team. Like you look at like Stamkos, Pavelski, Cousins, Lane Meyer, like just to name a few forwards. And I think that's just a perfect. I know Stamkos Pavelski are getting up there in age, but perfectly transitioned to get Brandon Yeager into that lineup. I also feel like with his, his other picks that he uh, made, like Matthew Savoy, um, He's got Jaeger, like he's drafting a lot of forwards as well because he knows that with a lot of the forwards he has that are getting older, he wants to start transitioning and bringing in, like like he's got Dylan Cousins, who's perfect. That's a franchise guy to build around. But yeah, I, I, I like the pick. I thought it was really good. I know that if I didn't trade for Konechny and I kept my pick number 20 and 29, uh, if Jaeger was available, I would have grabbed him. But uh, great pick by Norm, and he just continues to uh, draft well. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Norm, Norm is 
<laughs> he always has a good team. Um, he right now just kind of needing a goalie, but uh, has a great team. And uh, and you know, Braden Yeager can really score goals. Uh, hadn't really done it huge in the uh, in the WHL so far, but this year, three goals in in two games, five points, uh, and of course, assistant captain in Moose Jaw. I think we're going to see just a massive year from Braden Yeager. He's got he's got the uh, he's got the ability. I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was picked number three in the WHL draft when he was taken uh, with Riley Height, I believe, going two, and of course Connor Bedard number one that year. But uh, but yeah, he. I think we're going to see it this year from him, and just an explosion in the WHL. Uh, Braden Yeager, a really nice pick by Philadelphia, natural scorer. And uh, I think he's going to score a lot. Okay, let's move on to number 16. We got Oliver Moore going to the Regina Bisons. Uh, Regina, of course, famously did not have a pick in this draft when he uh, entered the league. Uh, he when in the dispersal draft, uh, he got the uh, the Brandon uh, pick selections, and of course, Brandon did not have a pick in this in the draft, so he was able to make a deal to get this pick from London earlier on in the year. Uh, and he's able to get maybe the fastest player in the entire draft. I know he's, I know, I know he's an incredible skater. Uh, and I don't know about even, um, I don't know if it's even close. Oliver Moore is just an absolute speedster out there. Um, so Regina, really happy to pick in, be picking up a US NDTP player in Oliver Moore. Uh, thoughts on Oliver Moore going to Regina? Uh, great pick for Regina. I I feel like he's going to fit in perfectly there. He was a guy I had scouted if he was available at pick number 20. Um, yeah, uh, being a Blackhawks fan, and, and I know Bob uh, would attest to this as well, but I think Oliver Moore's got minimum third-line center potential minimum i i think the sky's the limit for him uh obviously bedard is the number one center is going to be like that forever he'll never he won't be a number one center but to to be a second line center at worst third line center at best uh, i think would fit in perfectly for this um blackhawks organization uh, as for regina i think with uh He's got Austin Matthews. Like it doesn't need to be Matthews number one center. Like you already said, you don't have to worry about anything there. (laughs) I I think it just fits in perfectly. I'm just taking a look and seeing what else he's got uh, over here. Brant Clark on defense. He um, he got a a couple of years ago. Um, Goaltending, not too too much, but. You've got Matthews as your number one center. I I, I think you're pretty happy. And Boldy is a, is a good top six winger. Mm-hmm. Um, I think things are looking pretty good for Regina. Uh, you got some older guys, but he'll eventually get out the old and bring in the new kind of thing. And I'm not too concerned. I, I like Oliver Moore. I, as a, as a Blackhawks fan, I look forward to watching him on uh, TV when they have games on and just, yeah, really, really quick guy. And you'll never miss him on the ice. You'll always yeah. know when he's got the puck. And very good defensively as well. 
Um, he, yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course, Jeff, Jeff had that. Jeff was in the playoffs for a while last year as an as a uh, dispersal team. He was in the playoffs in that incredibly tough Canadian conference. He was ahead of me until about twenty games to go in the year. So uh, I mean, he was going for it uh, without a pick in that first round. He still is able to move into this first round and grab Oliver Moore, who uh, for a lot of the year was actually uh, ranked inside the top ten of one of the best drafts we've ever seen. So um, really nice pickup there by Jeff and the Regina Bisons. Uh, I think we're going to see great things from him. Okay, let's move on to number 17. So Calgary, with their second of four first-round picks. Yes, that's wow. right, four first-round wow. picks. That's what I had originally before I started going trade crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Calgary selected defenseman Tom Willander who went 11th overall in that other league to Don's favorite team, the Vancouver Canucks. Um, Right-handed defenseman, hot commodity. Um, in last season in the Swedish Elite League, se seemed to have pretty good stats as what? 17-year-old, 18-year-old? Yeah. And um, he's probably more known for his offensive capabilities more than his defensive. But um, obviously, Vancouver, they need defensemen because all they have are Hughes. And with Willander going to Calgary, Cal Calgary will no, now... Vancouver. Vancouver. They'll have... Uh, oh, Calgary, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's with Calgary. Vancouver, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm oh, bad. did I mess up? You went to fight no, this time? No, no, you're, you're spot on. I'm way off. <laughs> um, so right now he's got Martinez and, and Ruta as his top two defensemen uh, rated-wise. Um, but in the way of his development, he's got Leon Bichel, that he drafted uh, late in the first round last year. Um, let's see here, who else has he got? I I like Elias Salomonson. I hope I, I probably butchered that name, but he was a late second round pick last year and I could see him being a gem. And then of course you've got Was oh that's twenty twenty but in yeah last year as well late in the second he drafted Christian Cairo right yeah that's a nice nice pickup for sure and I, I know uh, Sylvain was high on Christian Cairo as well so um, another another great piece there for them uh, you know Tom Willander also happens to be going to be playing at Boston University this year. Uh, probably going to make up maybe the best pairing in uh, in all of NCAA that's coming up this next season. Uh, he'll be playing most likely with Lane Hudson. And we saw what Lane Hudson did last year uh, with Boston University. So uh, that'll be a nice a nice fit for uh, Tom Willander. And, and really, I think it'll just help his development along the way. So um, Calgary getting the number 11 ranked 
uh, player from the uh, from the draft and gets them at 17. Really nice job. Okay, we'll move now to number 18. And this guy has absolutely been killing it in the SHL this year. Uh, I think, I don't know if he set the record for most goals in in uh, the first four games or, or, or not of the season in the SICHL by an 18-year-old defenseman, but uh, I know he had at least three. Uh, so Axel Sandin Palika, or ASP, goes to Fredericton. Another great player to Fredericton, a team that doesn't need any more great players, but uh, ASP going to Fredericton, and uh, I really like this player. He has tons of offense, but he also can play at the other end of the ice. Um, what are your thoughts on Axel Sandin Polika going to the Fredericton Express? Well, I'm pretty sure even though Mark was scrambling, working on the draft and everything, if he saw when he was up at 18, the ASP was still available, he probably had to rub his eyes and do a double take. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he was absolutely flabbergasted that ASP was available at 18 because I think Mark felt that ASP would have been gone by eight or nine. Yeah, he was ranked in the top 10 a lot this year as well. So uh, ASP going number 17 in the other league to Detroit, uh, who has a, just a lot of really nice high-end uh, defensemen coming along there. Um He'll be able to play with guys like maybe, uh, uh, oh, another Swedish player who is uh, Edvinson uh, or or others as well in Detroit. So uh, ASP really looking good uh, and really looking good this year as well in the SHL. Let's head over to number 19. Uh, and you want to talk about Ber Berno? Yeah, let's talk about Berno. Uh, Bob and the Berno Barons selected winger Samuel Honzik from the local, where I am, mm -hmm. Vancouver yeah. Giants. Um, I was surprised that he went 16th overall in that other league uh, to Calgary. Uh, I thought he was more of a late first-round pick, but, you know, different people have different stuff when it comes to their draft boards. And if he can take that next step this year in the WHL, he just got sent down uh, to the Giants today. So he yeah. will be likely playing this this weekend or next week, depending on when the Giants play. I think, it, I think it's next week. Um, if he can have a season where, let's say, he gets 80 to 85 points, I think that would be considered a success in his development. He's got great size. Um, he doesn't mind shooting, but I think he's more known for his uh, playmaking abilities. And uh, I just feel like he's got good size. And if he just continues to develop the way he's going, I think Bob's got a good pick for oh, yeah. uh, Samuel Honzik. Yeah, absolutely. He can really protect that puck um, with that size. Um, that's that's a game that's uh, that you just want uh, in the in that other league, especially getting close to playoff time, um, and with a bit more consistency. He's got he shows flashes of, of some really really great playmaking as well. So 
a little bit more consistency there. That could be just a humongous pick there uh, for Bob and the Barons. And of course, he just picked up a, a great a great forward in um, in Kyle Connor. So down the road, who knows? Maybe you got Hansik and and Kyle Connor playing together online. Um, or Dawson Mercer potentially. Dawson Mercer, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, and Hansik as a winger right now, they've also looked at him playing center as well. So if he can, if he can also shift to center, uh, wow, that I mean, that becomes a, just an even better pick too. Like uh, Samuel Hansik, I like that pick at nineteen. Uh, Bob doing great things. Of course, he has amazing goaltending uh, with Saros and Skinner, and uh, being a former goaltender himself. Uh, I'm sure he has some other goaltenders on the way. Uh, so way to go, Bob, with Samuel Honzek at number 19. Okay, now 20. Uh, I jumped in there. I did not have, I had traded both picks I that I had acquired in the first round. I had traded them both away last year. Uh, but there was a goaltender still around. And I thought goaltenders, that there were five goaltenders that I really liked a lot. One of them. I just loved, and I thought I, excuse me, I had to get in, <laughs> excuse me, into the first round, uh, back into the first round, to try to get uh, pick a goalie. And when he was still available uh, at this spot, and I knew I had, there was a lot of interest uh, from uh, Jacksonville in Lane Hudson, that I thought, okay, uh, I've got uh, I've got an, an Olin Zellweger on the way. Uh, Two defensemen, I, I think of very similarly, um, Olin Zellweger and uh, Lane Hudson. I thought, okay, I can move this. I can move that out um, to get in to get this goalie that that I love. And so I, I got in there and picked Michael Rabel. Uh, Michael Rabel, who played in the in the USHL last year, and and I really liked his game. Um, He's a big goalie, six foot six. Uh, he played with the Omaha Lancers last year in the USHL, um, and and then of course for Chechia at the under 18s, um, and he's going to be playing for UMass this next year. Uh, but I, I like Samuel Honzek a lot myself. Or, sorry, not Samuel. Sorry, Michael Rabel. <laughs> A lot myself. Uh, I mean, oh, maybe wow. I'm saying who I kind of wish was there, but no, I really wanted yeah. that goalie there. That's why I. That's why I made that move. Um, and so, yeah. When you made that trade with Jacksonville, and, and it pops up on the screen because I'm watching the draft on my phone, um, on the on the YouTube channel, and I see, oh great, Banff just made a trade with Jacksonville. Oh, don't tell me he's going to take the guy that I'm because I I'm had the next pick. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to grab my guy. No, no, no. And then I'm going to have to change my whole strategy and delay the draft even more. <laughs> but um, great pick with the goalie. If I were to have picked a goalie, he would have been it. Um, Augustine probably would have been my my second choice, but it's hard to ignore a goalie that is six foot six, 209 pounds, takes up the whole net. <laughs> And yes, he was he was drafted by Arizona, but you know what? Arizona continues to keep drafting all these guys. Eventually, they're going to be a good team. They're going to start taking that next step. And your your team is already strong as is. I think you should start 
trading some of your guys that you have for like 50 cents to a dollar to try and even out the league a bit because <laughs> your 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 team is stacked in in the Canadian conference like you're you're good enough like let let's give somebody else a, a try now well, and I thought, you know what, I, I need uh, a goaltender for the long future. This is a long game, of course, with goaltenders. I don't expect a goaltender to, to make it for, I mean, at least five years. And five years would be just fantastic if a goalie would start to, to start to make it in, you know, by 23 or something. But uh, this is kind of a long game for that one. This is, this is a pick that I'm looking, you know, seven years down the road, seven to eight years down the road when, when they might start. Uh, being able to play as a number one. So this was a long, long ways out, but it's the, I mean, it's a, something I thought I had to make. Let's move on to then that pick that you did make at 21. Yeah. So this was my second pick in the first round. And I was doing a lot of thinking with this, with this pick. I'm going, okay, well, there's still some guys on the board that I like. I had the option of trading down, um, but I didn't like what was was offered, and I felt like I was taking too big of a drop. Like, if I recall correctly, I think I was offered an early second round pick and a late third for the twenty first overall, and I didn't want to drop like 12, 13 spots. Right. Um, so I just I decided no I'll, I'll keep the pick. So I decided to go with Gabriel Perot. Now he is probably the latest guy drafted in the first round. He's five eleven, which height wise, okay, that's fine. That's fine but, yeah. but he's only one hundred and sixty five pounds. So he still has a lot of muscle to grow, but he had an unbelievable season yeah. in the USHL. And if I recall correctly, I think he shattered a couple records that yeah. even the best of the best yeah. uh, held on to for such a long period of time. Um, I was needing forwards, as, as we had mentioned uh, earlier in the show, about uh, my defense being set, like with the Sandersons and the Yorks, uh, Mosers, it was time for me to start looking at forwards. I knew ahead of time in this draft that I was going to be drafting forwards. I honestly wish that I had kept my two other picks, but Konechny, I, I can't complain. He's, he's going to be a mm -hmm. top-line guy. But Perot's just going to add some more flair to my team I, i'm hoping that he's going to be a top six guy i'm hoping he i'm not worried about his development i know he's going to be a, a good player i'm just hoping that he builds into his frame because i would hate for him to be in the nhl at let's say 175 180 pounds and get hit by some 240 pound guy <laughs> and he's got broken ribs and he's concussed for five months or something yeah yeah well, I mean, past to me, past Benson. After after Benson's gone in this draft, he is like he's and he's close. But his playmaking, his his vision that he has out there is it just incredible. Gabriel Pierro, like you said, 132 points 
in the with the U.S. national under-18 team last year in 63 games. 132 points. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that before. That's just incredible. And he's going to Boston College to be playing with Will Smith again and Ryan Leonard again. And so you're be able to keep two-thirds of that line together uh, with uh, with the Steelhawks. Well done. But, yeah, his playmaking, his, his vision that he has is just incredible. So uh, deception, playmaking, uh, just a wonderful player there. I had, I really did have him ranked a lot higher in this, in this draft. Um, nice pick with, uh, with Gabriel Perot at 21. So I assume, I assume you still got your guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I got my guy. Uh, yeah. I ended up, I ended up going, I think he was my, going to be my pick all along, but I was thinking of, of trading down possibly, but it was hard to ignore the, the year that Perot had. And yeah. even though his size might be a little bit of a detriment right now, I, I think I just had to go with the best forward available. Well, and he's taking the right route with that, like with just his build right now, he'll have time. He'll have time to, for his, his frame to fill out and, and uh, get, get a little bit more sizes. But I mean, he can play the game uh, at his size, but uh, he'll have that time in the NCAA uh, and look out that team, that Boston College team is going to be scared. I cannot wait to watch some Boston College, Boston University games this year. That should be yeah. just incredible. Um, if the rivalry wasn't as big before, it's bigger now. Yeah, and who is it going to be you? Is it um, Eisenman? Uh, yes. Salvini? One of the two. I think it's Eisenman. Yeah. So, he's, so yeah. he's like unreal what we're going to see this year between them uh fantastic stuff okay let's move to 22 and again the calgary mustangs uh make his selection and another great selection in quinton musty who i absolutely loved in this draft there were so many players that i was you know I, i'm saying that over and over that i just loved in this draft i do it's quinton musty again and uh here's a guy from the ohl that was uh a top what was he one, two or three as well in the OHL draft, his draft year, but um, he's got some size to him. He can, uh, he can put the puck in the net. Uh, he's just, he's got a lot going for him. And, uh, and I think when he puts it all together, we're going to see just a really, really good player in Quinton Musty. He went to San Jose at 26, but, um, but he has the talent to, uh, to do even more uh, this next year. He put up 78 points, I think, in 53 games last year with Sudbury. And he had, I think, five points in four games at the Alinka. Six foot two, 201, so big body guy. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. And another one of those big body guys that are, that are available in this draft of, at forward, uh, they take a little bit more time to develop. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Quinton Musty ends up as and i think he's a guy that we're gonna have to wait a couple years to see where kind of where where he really develops as but i like quinton musty a lot yeah it was another great pick by calgary they had a great first round yeah and just adding a guy like musty who uh signed his entry-level contract today in that other league with san jose um san jose's in no rush yeah, to, nope. to bring him up I think if he if he takes four years, then he takes four years. But uh, they're not they're not going to rush his development. Um, oh, might I add, he's got great hair. 
<laughs> My goodness, the picture that they've got of him, he's man, got he's, oh, just, just <laughs> flowing, just, man, just unbelievable, man. If I had a hair, if I had hair like that. Oh. But you, All know, right. great, well, you know what? Great pick by Calgary. Yeah, and he'll have Will Smith down the few in the future to play with, right? Will Smith was picked by San Jose as well, so there's your there's your center to play with Musty in the future too. So. Uh, uh, he actually had uh, Leo Carlson. No, I'm saying uh, I'm saying San Jose in the other league. Oh, yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, well, that's well, right. I mean, that's that, a great. That tandem, can't be yeah. bad for for him in the future for Musty to be playing with him too. So, um, big power forward like Quinton Musty playing with a Will Smith uh, could be really nice um, down the road for the for Musty's development in the SICHL and of course playing with Calgary. All right, um, 23, we have Chicago and Sheetal. Yeah, so uh, Sheetal with his uh, first pick, he went and drafted from Sweden, Otto Stenberg. Now, to be honest with you, I really don't know much about Stenberg. Uh, I think he's probably more of a defensive 200-foot center um but other than that i really don't know too much about stenberg i when i was watching the the draft and he got picked 25th overall by st louis i was going okay i don't really know who he is but <laughs> st louis obviously they know how to to draft and felt like he was a guy that would fit in their um organization but um I'm sure you have a lot more information on Stenberg than I do, but I think he's more of a defensive center. Well, you know that he has really nice hands. He, um, I think, did he play in the, yeah, so uh, last year at the, yeah, the U18s, he was the captain of the Swedish U18 team. He had 16 points in seven games. Uh, just lit up the uh, the U18 uh, tournament last year and as a captain uh seven goals in seven games 16 points um yeah he has really nice hands and he can dangle um i i like i again like that pick Otto stenberg to be getting a guy like Otto stenberg uh at what number 23 uh yeah. just fantastic stuff and he he's quite versatile as well he can play around the fours different positions uh we'll see where he ends up uh, in that other league, what kind of posi what position? But that's always really nice is to have some different eligibility as well um, uh, on your SICHL team for a player. So Otto Stenberg, uh, just a huge U18s last year, uh, and he's playing in the SHL now, and so he's playing pro already. So um, good, really good pick there by Chicago and Sheetel. And we should can't expect anything less from Sheetel. Always, always just nails it. Um, and of course, uh, the one the SACHL Continental Cup finalist from two years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure uh, Sheetel will be uh, heading for that uh, cup again very, very soon. Yeah, he's got great goaltending for sure, and he's got lots of other stuff to go with it. So, um, well done, Sheetel. That takes us to number twenty-four. And here, if for myself, if I wasn't picking a goalie at 20 this is the guy i was taking and that's callum ritchie 
And of course, who picks him? Acadia. Uh, Callum Ritchie, just an awesome player. And he uh, he was playing injured last year. People were wondering, like he was a, before the season, uh, he was a, a consensus top 10 pick uh, in this, this incredible draft. And then, you know, people are like, oh, I don't know. He's, you know, he's putting up some points, but he's not really playing like what we thought he could. And yeah, he was injured the entire season. Um, I think we're going to see Callum Ritchie just blow it out of the water. And again, another guy who can also play defensively as well. Um, of course, where does he go? Acadia. Uh, I, saying it again, I love this pick. Every time Gee <laughs> makes a pick, I'm like, what a great pick. Yeah. Oh, that's a guy I like. That's yeah. a guy I like. And his team, I kid you not, is probably top three in the Canadian conference. Oh, I, is, I, I, I never expect anything less. <laughs> and the way that he drafts and the talent that he already has on his roster, like, what is he due? He's due to be in the Continental Cup finals. Like, he's, he's due. Like, when is this going to happen? Yeah. Well, he does have four championships already. He has the most championships in SICHL history. Um, but yeah, but I mean, with that, with that team, of course, he, he can make it back any year with that incredible team. Uh, but I, and I love he's just going to add to it. Um, and I think he mentioned that he, he likes him as a, uh, as a replacement for Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, what a, what a player to, uh, to uh, replace and, and uh, Callum Ritchie could just do that. Right. He's, uh, he's a really talented player can play a defensive game as well. Uh, it's got size. Uh, he's got everything. Was playing. I, I, we're going to see a guy just explode, like I said, this year, because uh, he. I think his, uh, he's healed, should be healed going into this year. Um, Callum Ritchie is going to be a really nice one. Yeah, I agree. I was, I was going to say the same thing. He's probably going to be three years or so away, but a perfect mm -hmm. Ryan O'Reilly slash Adam Lowry replacement. Yep, and where did he go? Colorado. Colorado. So, uh, <laughs> talk about talk about the rich yeah. getting richer in both in both leagues, both the SICHL no and then in that other league as well, right? Number twenty-seven to Colorado. Um, yeah. Okay, let's move on to number twenty-five. Who we got here? We got Sean. Yeah. So we've got Sean and the Spartans, and this was Nova Scotia's pick um, originally. So. Sean drafted defenseman Mikhail Guliyev, and um, he was picked in that other league by Colorado, 31st <laughs> overall. Here we go. The rich get richer. Yeah. Um, Left-handed defenseman. I, I feel like where he went in the SICHL draft and that other league's draft, I think was a perfect spot especially St. Louis, getting a guy like Guliev that will help their defense moving forward because you look at their defense right now and other than Rasmus Anderson, everybody else is up there like Zaitsev, Krug, Bortuzzo, Irwin. Like they're, they're, they're not your bigger name uh, demon. 
but yeah, Guliev is going to be a perfect spot for Sean. And hopefully Ty Nelson, who he drafted last year, is another guy that makes that next uh, jump as well. But mm -hmm. Sean felt like he probably needed to address the defense and saw Guliev on there and decided, you know what, I'm going to draft by my positional need and uh, pick Guliev. I mean, Guliev, man, he's uh, he gives um, uh, Oliver Moore a run for his money with his skating uh, and uh, and Semeshev. I think I think Guliev from the defense side is the best skater in the draft. Um, he's he's my pick for the top offensive defenseman in the draft. Even even with ASP in this draft, um, he's got he's got incredible talent from the back end. This guy is going to put up a lot of points. And we just we talked earlier about the KHL and and guys just not getting a look. He's played 13 games in the KHL. He's got three points from the back end, and we know that as a as an 18 year old. Uh, defenseman that uh, that he's just not getting the minutes and he's still putting up points in the KHL, which is so hard to do uh, at, as a young player because of what they what what they allow their players to uh, uh, how they develop and and everything. He played in the Linka Cup in the 21-22 season. He's a 2005 birthday. He's, how old was he when he played in that uh, in that tournament? He was, you know, <laughs> it's about like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, I was going to say. He, I think he was and 16, he put up a point a game, which is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so this this guy, this guy's an incredible talent. Great pick there, um, and just with how deep this draft is, he's able to pick him up at twenty five. Awesome. Of course, Sean Sean does a wonderful job always with all his uh, work here. So. Um, yeah, really nice pickup with Mikhail Goliath uh, there. And I find uh, that the offensive defensemen tend to drop in, in our league. And there you go, right there. Um, Goliath just drops into the lap of Sean at 25. Yeah, and it was perfect because that was a position that he needed to address. Yes, and exactly. And it just it fell, fell in his lap, like you said. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Okay, that takes us to 26, and we go back to Calgary again. This is their fourth pick of the first round, and they grab Andrew Andrew Crystal, who the first half of the season in the WHL just lit it up. And then I'm, I'm wondering if there's maybe just a bit of conditioning. I think this guy is going to come back super strong next year again. Um, talk about being able to just move anywhere he wants. Uh People talk about the skating as is, you know, it's not his best skill, but but he has every other skill there is. And we've seen that it doesn't matter. You can you can make the NHL and not be a top top skater, but nobody can teach the kind of skills that Andrew Crystal has. This guy is gonna be a great player, I believe, in the SICHL for a long time. Um love this pick at 26 by the Calgary Mustangs and Matt. Yeah, he uh, he hit a grand slam in the uh, first round map with all four of his selections. And Andrew Crystal, yes, in that other league, he did go 40th overall uh, to Washington. He did 
slip. And I think it was like you said, because of his conditioning and probably just tired out near the end of the season. Because mm-hmm. even in the playoffs, he only had uh, one point in four games. Um, but he's he's got great skill and Calgary can be patient with him. They don't have to uh, rush him in the lineup. Uh, so far this season in uh, with Kelowna, he's got two goals, two assists in uh, three games. So he's he's still doing well at the at the start of the season. We'll see uh, how he's doing midway through the season and if he can uh, continue to perform in the second half of the season. But uh, great pick by Matt. Just he just had a great first round. And really, you look at it. I believe, yeah, three forwards and a defenseman. And the three forwards he picked, if he wanted to, could play them on the same line. Yeah. Yeah, nicely done. All right. So Andrew Crystal going to Calgary at 26. We we have Edmonton at, the, at 27. Yeah, so... We had Edmonton over here with always, they're always drafting late in the first round whenever they have their pick because of how well they do in the regular season and uh, the postseason for the most part. But they decided to draft uh, Edward Sale, who ended up going um, 20th overall in that other league uh, to Seattle. Now, Edward Sale was another guy I was looking at. If I had the the 29th pick, he would have been a guy that I would have grabbed. I know he is a like a boomer bust type of player. He's either going to be a top line guy or he's going to be like a Vasily Podkolzin and be almost like a non-factor. But a late first round pick like that and the roster that the uh, supersonics have i think mike can afford to make a pick like that and i just think sales got some uh good offensive ability um this year he made the move from the czech league to the ohl and uh he's still looking for his first goal in uh three games but he does have four assists Mm -hmm. but um yeah I think the Supersonics had a great selection, and I think the Kraken add to their uh, prospect cupboard. Absolutely. And talking to Mike, um, he's he looks at the pick, and he's like, meh. Uh, he's like, that's fine. But, you know, I, I'm like, wow, really? At Edward Shale at, uh, at 27 is just fine? I think that's an awesome pick. Um, he, you know, uh, he didn't do quite what uh, I think, uh, Mike wanted him, like Mike wanted to see from him last year, but he was playing in a pro league. Uh, he was playing in a pro league at 17 years old, the entire year, uh, in Chechia. So, um, he had six points in five games at the under 18s. He had six points in seven games at the world juniors and as a 17 year old. Uh, this guy is big. He's six foot two, 174. He's still got to fill into that body a bit, but but he's gonna be a nice player, I think, for uh, for the Edmonton Supersonics. 
And at the, number 27, I think he's a really nice pick there. Um, okay, let's move on to number 28. And we have another goalie taken. And this was the first goalie taken, actually, in the other league. And he goes to the Acadia Briz Grizzly Bears, Adam Gagen. And was it the U18s or the, was it the uh, uh, U20s? Was it World Junior Championships where he just, like, had a fantastic um, – world juniors i'm just looking to see here and i believe it was the uh world juniors it was the world juniors yeah. was fantastic for slovakia a 936 save percentage over there played with uh in the na nahl the north american hockey league for most of the year and then got called up with green bay late in the year in the ushl and, and really played well there um he's playing with uh, the in the ushl again this year so he's gone to, he's with green bay um has a goals against under two a 929 save percentage um was he an overager yes he was an overager in this draft he was uh so he's 19 right now uh but uh showing what he can do and sometimes you just need to just need that chance and he when he got that chance he really showed what he can do he's going to play with green bay this year university of minnesota to lose next year which always has a great program, um, and he's already having just a fantastic year uh, in the USHL to start it off. And, of course, who has him? Guy. I remember when Guy actually had him on the Pipeline show, uh, which, of course, is just, just such a fantastic uh, podcast. Um, it was really interesting talking to or hearing uh, hearing um, Adam, Adam Gage and talk on there. So, um uh, a late addition, I believe, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, to the pipeline show. But just because he had that uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic year at the World Juniors and just shot up the rankings, and of course was the top pick in that other league. So he was the number one ranked defenseman coming into the SICHL draft. Yeah, Gaichin uh, was picked in the second round. In that other league by uh, Chicago, mm -hmm. and I I think he was another great pick. Was I surprised that maybe he was the second goalie drafted in the SICHL? A little bit, just because I thought Augustine would have been the would have been uh, one of the two goalies selected first. But he he knows his prospects. Yeah. And if he's if he's picking Adam Gagin as this as the second goalie in the SICHL, he he's got to know something. But he's continuing to play well uh, this season in the USHL with Green Bay, uh, six foot two. So it's not like he's on the small size of the small end uh, size of the goalie. And I I think it's a great pick. And you look in that other league with Chicago, they've already got Drew Camesso. Mm -hmm. And now you've got Adam Gagin. Um, they've got Jackson Stauber, who's going to be in uh, Rockford. Uh, yeah, Rockford. And they're, they're slowly starting to build that, the goaltending. Mm -hmm. And I, I think with Guy, he, he's, goalies obviously take the longest to develop. Mm -hmm. And if it takes six, seven years, well, then so be it. I don't think it's going to hurt Acadia. Um, I, I think if Adam continues to develop and play the way that he's playing, 
I'm sure in six years time, when Guy has probably won two or three SICHL <laughs> Continental Cups, um, he'll be going, oh, well, now I've got uh, three number one goalies and teams that need a goalie, well, come at me and I'll grab a top line player for one of them or something. But right. uh, he, he, he's sitting pretty and it was a great pick. And yeah, great work by Guy. You know what really scares me is I after reading his article and how much of a surprise it was that that I took Rabel. <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> what what's going on here? If he's if he's um not uh, too sure about that pick, you know, he had I think he had Gajan as his number one guy the whole way, um, and he looked and he got him. So uh, way to go, Gee. And uh, yeah, like you said, uh, this could add to a, a um another huge run in the future when uh when he is in the uh SICHL all right let's move to number 29 and we have Jacksonville again and uh, this is uh, his uh third pick he did pick his he did trade his uh his uh number 20 pick uh so you can count Lane Hudson as that 20 pick but who uh who did he get at number 29 so this pick at 29 was part of the Travis Konechny uh, oh, yes. trade. So technically, I traded the 20th pick, which turned into Lane Hudson, mm-hmm. Igor Chinnikov, and the 29th uh, overall pick, plus I think a third rounder in, a, in another year uh, for Konechny. But the Gators selected left winger Bradley Nadeau. Now, he played in the BCHL, Don's favorite league to follow. Mm-hmm. And he put up 113 points in 54 games. Yeah. And if that wasn't good, in the playoffs, he put up 35 points in 17 games. Yeah. Like, he was an offensive juggernaut. He obviously has lots of room to uh, grow. He's uh, he's 5'10", but he's only 161 pounds, so he's got to add some muscle. But he is not afraid to shoot the puck, pass the puck. He's got the puck on his stick. He will do whatever it takes to get it in the back of the net. He, yeah. he went 30th overall to... Uh, Carolina in that other league, which is a perfect fit. They they seem to to draft and develop really well, so I think it's a good fit. Yeah, and I think the Gators added a solid top nine forward to their arsenal. Absolutely, uh, I love Bradley Nando, um, another great player to Jacksonville in this draft. Uh, just he'll be going to the University of Maine next year. Uh, he's got tons of talent. He can he can just fire it and uh, just has great moves. Um, really, just a, an awesome player. And the BCHL actually is known for producing some really high end guys. Of course, Matthew Wood was there the year before. Um, there was uh, oh, what's his name with uh, Edmonton in the in the other league um, uh, was picked in just a couple years ago, but 
yeah, they just keep firing out some great talent, and the best of the best are in Penticton, and he ran that Penticton team. He really, he really uh, drove his line, uh, looking like a, just a great pick there. And Carolina knows what they're doing when they're picking in the uh, in the other league as well. So, all around fantastic player. I think that uh, Jacksonville is going to love this one. Okay. Let's move on and Acadia back again. Select Ethan Gaucher. And Ethan Gaucher, he played. Let's see. I'm just looking for this. He played. He was picked by Tampa Bay in the other league at 37. Uh, six foot, 183 pounds. Played with Drummondville. Uh, sorry, with Sherbrooke the year before. And he's now playing with Drummondville in the uh, QMJHL. So he's he's just a consistent all around. He's got he's he's a, just such a well rounded player. He does. It seems to do everything well, right? He's uh, he he can uh, can pass the puck well. He can shoot it well. He's good defensively. Uh, he's the son of uh, former Calgary Flame Denny Scotche, who was, in my opinion, one of the best hip checkers that I've ever seen uh, play. So, but um, but yeah. The, this so he's got the uh he's got the lineage um he can play he can play all over the ice and do everything uh, and going to Tampa Bay who in a couple of years is going to need some restocking of the shelves in my opinion so uh a nice pick again by D at number 30 yeah i uh, agree with you about Tampa Bay where probably in the next couple of years or so they're going to start needing players that are on those cheap entry-level contracts because they're always capped out. And also, they are getting a bit older and they don't have the draft capital that they used to because they blew it up when they uh, traded for Tanner Janot, which that's another discussion to have. <laughs> but I don't question Guy's drafting. No. I probably wouldn't have picked Ethan Gauthier at number uh, 30 but he obviously saw something in him that stuck out um but as long as he shows that progression in the quebec majors and doesn't um fall back like as long as he has a point per game progress and he continues to show flashes of his uh playmaking and scoring ability um it, it'll be a it'll be a good pick. Um, I thought when he had the thirtieth pick, I was thinking he was going to go with someone like a Oliver Bonk or um, even like an Easton Cowan. Even though he went late in the first Cowan, um, I thought he was going to go with one of those two because I think they were more well known. But uh, Ethan, Ethan Gauthier, like he does extensive extensive research on mm -hmm. prospects so like i said he he obviously knows something that we don't so i don't i don't question his pick watch gochie end up being like kucherov-esque and we're all going to mm -hmm. be looking at him going oh great he just drafted a guy 30th overall in the first round that's going to put up 75 to 80 points in that other league oh lucky us well, I, I'm wondering if you saw him firsthand at the Linka, uh, six goals in five games at the Linka uh, for Canada. <laughs> Not bad at all, six goals <laughs> in five games. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ethan Gauthier, I mean, he was I mean, he was mentioned around the end of the 
close to the end of the first round a lot this year and right where it goes. So, you know, consistency. That, that, and that's what he seems to have is like, in my opinion, is, is consistency, uh, Ethan Gaucher. So, uh, yeah, Guy just adding, just stocking those covers. Just, it just continues to, to just, uh, just come right at him there. And I mean, he, uh, he, he knows his stuff and he has his sources too. So, uh, I like, uh, gotta like that. Man, I think I know who I'm going to next year when I have my picks. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> Chris, this was fantastic. Thank you so much. I, I know there were some people asking, "Hey, are you doing a are you doing a draft re, uh, 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 a review of the draft or anything?" So, so I know that this hopefully will uh, be um, be well listened to, and uh, hope people enjoy it. But I really enjoyed having you on, and I really appreciate you coming on and and uh, sharing your knowledge with uh, with us. And because uh, I know you had scouted this draft extremely well. Uh, with all those picks that you had going uh, throughout the year in this uh, first round. So uh, thanks so much, Chris. And and I hope uh, that you come back soon. Thanks, Ian. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck this offseason with uh, the newly revised free agency. And uh, that'll be fun. And we'll see uh, what happens there. Absolutely. That'll be the next thing coming up here is... Uh, is free agency. We've already, most people have already put in their RFA uh, selections and what they're going to do there, if they're going to resign or if they're going to qualify. So UFA free agency coming up real fast here. Uh, Chris, Chris Fetike uh, of the Hamilton Steel, Steelhawks. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. All right, that'll do it for this podcast, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thank you, Chris, for joining us and uh, and helping out with the, today's podcast and the SACHL Entry Draft. If you'd like to be on the podcast or if you have any ideas for the podcast, please uh, DM me on Twitter at SICHL Rockies. Thanks a lot and bye for now.